Pleasure. Take us in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Friday Night Football. Brought to you by ESPN. The Ocho. I saw you on the ESPN. We could be like Tiger Woods and his daddy. We did not watch football. No. We are not going we to are review the, football. We are the postermen. We're going to review Dying a movie. Elijah. We could have watched a football movie. Football. Boo foot. Eh? Did the football? Did the soccer? Eh, football? Eh, eh, de, de, de football. De football? De football. Did <laughs> the ball go into de, the net, right? De football? Touch goal! Anyways, I'm Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Hello, Tyler. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> We've been separated. We have. We are on the Discord. No, Lewis. We're distant in the Discord. Yeah, we are. Streets away. And away. I have my cheese this time. And we will be searching for each other while watching while we watch the movie The Searchers for John Wayne. Well, we already watched the Boo. Movie. At least Tyler. I hope we did. I did. Again. Tyler, read us in. Um, are you guys ready for this? Uh-huh. An American Civil War veteran embarks on a journey to rescue his niece from the Comanches. That's true. That's all it's got. Uh, <laughs> uh, stars, John Wayne, Jeffrey Hunter, Vera Miles, and I'm not clicking on C4 cast and crew. No, that's about it. Those are the important ones. Uh, was directed by John Ford. Good old John Ford. He made good westerns. He did. If you saw John Ford on a Western, that typically meant that it was a pretty good Western. This is my favorite John Wayne movie. Really? Spoilers. Huh. Could be why you picked it. Uh, so, funny, 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 funny. The, I already picked my favorite Western, so that's fine. The, um, gentleman... Uh, the gentleman! That plays Reverend Captain Samuel Johnston Clayton uh -huh. uh, was in the last movie we just watched. <laughs> Rio Bravo? He was. Was he stumpy? No, he no, was okay. the dude that got <laughs> shot and killed. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy at the beginning. <laughs> he got shot and killed. I have that note. Where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Wheeler. He's Wheeler. Yeah, he was Wheeler. So... Yeah. Texas, 1868. We open on a lady searching into the vast distance of the of the West. Yep. 1868, I... shortly after the Civil War. Yep. One of the things I liked about this movie is that, like, John Wayne through the whole movie is, is a little bit different from some of his other movies. He's got, like, this feel of hatred towards anything Native American. Yeah, that's, like, I think that's what you're supposed to get, is that you don't exactly know which 
what which level he's on in this movie like because there's points where he understands the language and talks and makes fun of and has a good time with some Native Americans, but then there's other, but then there's other times where, of course, for reasons that we all understand, he's on a murderous rampage. Yeah, and it's it's definitely like it's after the Civil War, so he's got some. He's, he's pretty salty because he lost. Uh, <laughs> so there's some salt with that. Um, he's just, he doesn't seem just like a a very upstanding gentleman. Like you, you he gets portrayed in most of the other movies. Yeah, I think it's the ambiguous nature of his character that serves this entire movie very well. Like, because you don't know everything from his background and what happened to him during the war and how his... how he has a hair trigger for violence in this movie is just... is it's an interesting thing, which is why Martin goes with him because he just doesn't know how he, Ethan's going to react to a lot of things in this movie. Um, enter Uncle Ethan, a.k.a. John Wayne, the searcher. Ah. Former Confederate soldier. Who are all these people? Oh, a convenient introduction scene. Ethan was not searching for California. He was searching for family. I think that's going to be the theme of this movie. <laughs> I love, I love that, like, he's, like, handing out all these gifts and everything. And at, uh, at one point, uh, the little girl, Debbie, tells him that, uh, the other, the other girl doesn't wear her locket because it turns her neck green. And she's, like, super <laughs> embarrassed about it. And she's like, but I'd wear a gold locket if you gave me one. Yeah. Hey, uh, Uncle, to me, Uncle Ethan gives cheap, low-quality jewelry. And medals. <laughs> He pulled that thing out of his pocket, and I'm like, that's not a locket. <laughs> the Reverend comes searching for for uh, strong males to put in his Texas uh, his, his lone Texas Ranger crowd. Wow, that preacher guy is loud and pushy, and he's <laughs> conscripted the able-bodied men of the family into the Texas Rangers. This can't end well. I loved it. <laughs> Uh, the Indian Killing Tribe is searching for some things to kill. They're just killing. They're searching for killing. All the killing. Yep. That's a, that's my favorite description of anybody doing something. They're like, all they're doing is just killing. They're just <laughs> killing. I'm like, so it's the Adonis Rex from Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but in a Western... Well, but at this time, they had the uh, the Comanches had probably um, declared war on anybody that stood in their their lands. And if you were there and you weren't Comanche, well, he's dead. Ethan searched and found all his family dead, except for two. I think we're going to start searching for them. Except for two. Uh, what you got, Ken? Yeah, what you got? Before I keep going, you can keep going. I oh okay. wait. Meanwhile, back at the homestead, things aren't going well. Everyone is about to die. 
The plot synopsis told me so. The plot synopsis <laughs> told you so. <laughs> uh, the, that was the plot synopsis on the uh, HBO Max, not the plot synopsis on the IMDb. So I like... Uh, Max gives most of the movie away. <laughs> yeah. No, it just said that his that he goes on a, on a search for revenge and after revenge! his family dies. So there is a little bit of suspense, like, oh no, are they going to survive? Who's going to survive? But I know that he's going to I know that he has to go searching for his his nieces. I know that that the nieces survive, but the rest of the family dies. I thought when it said family that he was going to come back to have wife, having wife and kids, and mm-hmm. but the wife and there there are there is no wife and kids. He's a bachelor, bachelor. Yeah, he's just uh, lonely. He's just a lonely dude. Lonely dude, but yeah, they go out into the they go out. Looking for the cows because the whole reason they're searching is because they they killed some taken the cattle from the one rancher and they found them the cows were killed and they're like why would they just kill them and leave them yeah. and it turned out it was a distraction so everyone yeah, was... but apparently it was it was a pretty significant distraction it was a forty mile distraction which is like three days okay maybe not three days but. It's a long. It's a long I was thinking. I was thinking three days. Three days on foot. I don't know how 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 far that would be on horses. But... Bring up the bring up the horse math. The horse math uh, diagram. <laughs> oh god! Really? Do I have to? No. <laughs> Um, a horse math theme song. I feel like we talk about horse math enough that we can bring up the horse math. I'm done with horse math. We don't need to do. We don't need. I am so done with horse math. math. There, the, all there was, the the best you're gonna get is I took two silly looking horses and then said one silly horse plus two silly horse equaled MC horse squared, which was a picture of a Minecraft horse. <laughs> what we should do. Is I'm going to put it out there in the ethos that anybody listening to our podcast should create the horse math theme song. <laughs> and then we'll put it anytime we reference horse math. <laughs> we'll pay you nothing. Um, you receive nothing but credit. <laughs> Four miles an hour, so double. Oh, Jesus Christ. Double uh, human, double human walking speed is the average horse walking speed. So, still, you know, a day and change, forty miles. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was a distance away that it was significant. Yeah. that was not. They were which not is, back in time. Which is why John right. Wayne well, was saying we have to rest the horses, and he was making the point like we're not going to make it in time. You might as well rest your horse because your horse won't make it back. They need rest and grain. Right. I was like. Wow, we traveled 40 miles in the turn of a scene. It didn't feel like it. The passage of time in this movie is Yeah, they awful. need some, they need some uh they need some uh time stamps at the bottom that tell us how long they've been gone. Yes. That would have been helpful cuz they gave you one time stamp to tell you what year it was, but then the like when they're like we've been searching for 5 years, I'm like 5 years. Right, it feels like one, I'm maybe like, none of you maybe like one <laughs> and change. I mean, it's just five years. You're not gonna have that much change in age. 
I think that the girl Lori that lived in the house would have she would have aged a little bit more, and maybe Martin would have aged a little bit. Like his like he gets no facial hair or anything really. Like John Wayne won't look much different. But the other but the other two are young enough that they should have shown some signs of aging like Debbie did. Hmm. Um The Reverend wants to search for a better way to get the Indians and not have them and then a better way to get the Indians so he's going to try and stampede the horses as opposed to just a direct attack which is what Ethan is searching for yeah he, he really wanted to murder some people yeah Ethan wanted to go in there and murder Ethan wanted to go in guns a blazing yep which you can't blame him um, the Indians are searching for a way to cross the river and kill our group. They, uh, they weren't searching, they were just preparing. <laughs> yeah, but they had to cross the river, so they were searching. <laughs> I mean, they just stood there. Searching would be, they would wander then about. Then they all got shot. <laughs> they, a lot of them did get shot. <clears throat> Ethan is searching for revenge alone. I have but, a, oh, I have sorry. a later note, but since we were talking about people getting shot, uh -huh. um, I think the Raiders went to the, to the stormtrooper school, for marksmanship, because only one person ever got shot the one time. Yeah, that is that is a credit. That is very true. No, like, two, two people got shot. Yeah, there's the guy in this scene that gets shot, and then John Wayne gets shot. Much, much later, yeah. Yeah. But then nobody else really gets shot in this movie, except for the guy that gets a sword in the The, the, the bad guys, lots of bad, lots of, I shouldn't say bad guys, lots of raiders get shot, but not many, not many white people get shot. No, just the, uh, the, the one older gentleman, what was his name? Oh. I can't remember him. Not Moses, but there was another guy. Yeah. <laughs> Moses, I love this whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Moses was a great random character that came along every now and then. Thanks for the hospitality of your rocking chair, ma'am. Um, but the two young boys want to search for their own things in life, so they're going to join Ethan in his search for revenge. I mean, the one probably was pretty upset that he, they took his girlfriend. Well, yeah, that's the one that he's searching for. That's the thing he's searching for. <laughs> um, but, uh... Ethan was searching the path and found Lucy dead. That's a, that's a good scene. I, uh... They, they... They love... I love that how he comes out of there and He's he's completely distraught. Yeah, like he's like like you can tell there's something off, and he's like, "Oh, my coat, it's back there. I'm not going back." <laughs> and then uh, later on, he's the uh, Brad. He's really excited because he sees her down there, and he has to 
I thought it was Ben. Break the break the nope. No, it was Brad. Uh, my bad. I had Ben written. My bad. Brad is play uh, his the guy that played Brad is Harry Carey Jr. Huh. Um, there you go. <laughs> but uh, he's pretty upset with having to break the news to him and yeah. Brad, and Brad, Brad breaks. <laughs> Brad goes searching for revenge and finds a gun to the face. A gun, um, an axe, an arrow to the face. Could have been a bunch. It could have been a bunch um, of things. <laughs> all we just hear is gunshots, some into some Indian hooting, and and then they're like, "Well, Brad's dead." We learn that Lucy was found dead in the canyon. Brad isn't happy. He seems less old now. Oh yeah, because earlier he seemed when we first meet Brad, it's like, dude, that that dude is old enough to be her father, but he seemed less old at this point. Uh, no, you wonder and, who could have been somebody's father. It was Charlie could have been a Lori's father? Well, yeah, but that's that's a separate kettle of fish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's run off on a suicide run. Against the Raiders, so he goes to get himself killed. Death by death by trying to attack overwhelming odds. They won't stop searching, even in the snow, in the snow. But Lori nope. seems to be searching for something, and I think it's in I think it's in the mouth of uh, Martin. That's the first part. That's the first scene we see uh, Lori as she comes running out the house and just starts making out with Martin. And I'm like, whoa, she was searching for something. Uh, after after we get like the uh, the arrival to the the ranch because they can't can't uh, follow the tracks in the snow the anymore. They lost the trail in the snow. Yeah, so they get get back to the ranch and. Uh, Mr. Jorgensen and Mrs. Jorgensen give them some shelter. They give uh, Marty some new clothes. Uh, From Brad. Lori, Lori walks in and... Right, because he's he a gets, bad parent. Yeah. yeah. He, gets, he gets super nervous because Lori walks in. He's kind of embarrassed and she pours water on his head. Oh, I have more to that scene. I thought we weren't there yet. Well, the... the the kissy Lori kiss. Is <laughs> Lori is searching for Brad's penis. She is not in the tub. She she has brothers. Don't worry, everybody. <laughs> Boo! Bad joke. What? What? Boo! What are you bad joking? She said she had brothers. Your joke was bad. What joke? She was searching for Brad's penis because she was. Well, Brad was her brother, and he's dead, so... Oh, not Brad. I'm sorry, Martin. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a bad That was a bad reading of my joke. <laughs> it makes it worse. Eh, not really. You've let me down. I let a lot of people down. That's called... That's in my name. <laughs> Elijah let everybody down. <laughs> last name. <laughs> Insert last name. So yeah, I and uh, eventually have a conversation with uh, Marty and John Wayne. John Wayne wants to leave uh, a bunch of his his land and everything, which is the um, 
the Edwards' land because they're, they've all perished. It's now his. Uh, and he wants to leave it to, to that's, Marty. That's, how, that's when he gets shot. No, he's trying to do it beforehand. No, no that was... Shot. Yeah, you're, you're, you've jumped way, way ahead. He's just trying to leave at this point. He's just trying to leave Martin here at the house. When he gets, it's when he gets shot that he wrote the, the like, I, I bequeath all that. He's out in the desert. He, he was trying to talk to him about doing it and leaving him at no, that ranch. He was ranch. trying to stay on the land with, okay. with um, Lori's parents. That's what he was trying to talk him into doing. Yeah, because because Lori's Mr. dad offered him a job. Right, and and Mr. Jorgensen was was running Ethan's cattle with with his cattle, and Marty was like, "Your cattle? Don't you mean Debbie's cattle? Because Debbie was related and still presumed alive." Right, and. Ethan was trying to talk Marty into staying behind because Mr. Jorgensen was going to give him a job and it was a good job and Lori was there but Marty didn't want Ethan going off by himself didn't trust him to to keep Debbie alive not do something that he would he would regret mm mm-hmm. Ethan goes searching alone. Mar- Mar- Marty leaves Lori to search for more love. And he goes Which... searching for Ethan in the desert. Yeah, he decides that he, he doesn't want to leave him alone to search because he's afraid he's going to kill Debbie when he finds her. Mm-hmm. So off he goes. Lori gets mad and pretty much tells him she's not waiting for him. Now they are searching for Chief Scar. Yep. Who might have Debbie? Question mark. <laughs> who might have Debbie? The... Because they because because uh, the reason Ethan left was because somebody sent him a letter to the Jurgensons about the uh, finding a piece of cloth that mm-hmm. uh, that that uh might have belonged to Debbie. Yes, Mr. Futterman. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mr. Futterman. Mm-hmm. Futterman was searching to steal from them, and now he is dead. And that was a cool little scene where he builds up the fire real bright and uses Marty as bait to, to kill him, and then he, then he takes his money back. I mean, Futterman wasn't going to use it. Yeah. And then we get an interesting turn change in this movie where it goes to a letter that was Mar- Marty that Marty wrote to Lori, and so for like fifteen twenty minutes we follow this letter. You get to meet which Luke, is, which is a, which is an odd turn in this movie that I'm like, why did we decide to change how this is done? Yeah, okay. it was a it was an odd shift in framing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Marty wasn't searching for an Indian wife, but he got one. <laughs> uh, yeah, Marty, and Marty's accidentally bought himself a wife. <laughs> In the letter, he's like, I have to tell you how I got myself a wife. 
Yeah. The... Marty has dug himself into a big hole. <laughs> He's now searching for a way out. <laughs> the writing is a little bit uneven in this because, like, when she's reading the letter, he is not an especially good writer, which is fine. He would not have been especially well educated. But then later, he's like narrating something that he could have written or would have written or did write. And it sounds totally different. It sounds like, oh, this is actually grammatically okay. And this flows well, whereas it's choppy and the grammar isn't exactly right when she's reading it. Like maybe you could think that on these like years that he's been out on the web in on um, hunt for Debbie, he's starting to like educate himself a little bit. So maybe this was early on. So maybe it it progressed because I think that scene's later. Maybe, but I don't remember. <clears throat> um, I just know it, it. They through through him purchasing. His wife, uh, they get to camp, and this is kind of how they find out where Scar is, because they've now learned that Scar does have the ch have Debbie, so now they're looking for Scar. Um, uh, Luke, because there's these soldiers that come, and they're looking. The, and then now Ethan and Martin go searching for the soldiers that killed this, that killed Look, and the other young Indians. Yeah, but the, Luke, Luke, Luke was the one that show, told them where to go for Scar. Yeah. That's what, that's what they figured out. But then they, but then they discovered, but then the soldiers discovered the huts first and killed a whole bunch of them. So now they don't know if they have Debbie, the soldiers have Debbie or not. So then they go to that camp and they find um, that Debbie was not found well, they were searching for the other white ladies that were found. And crazy white lady. Yeah, I felt bad for all those for all them. Very dramatic experience. I love that she like reaches out for like the little doll and they just give it to her. Hey, it, it, I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> Cuz lord knows what happened, how what like what happened. Like it's like like what like when um Brad asked about Lucy. He's like, "Don't ever ask me about it again." As long like, as you Brad, live, don't Brad, ever ask me. Like, yeah, because Brad was like, "What? What? What? What do you think happened to her?" And he was like, "Don't ever ask me that." So you can only just imagine the awful things that happened. Hmm. Frightening. So frightening here on the Postman Podcast. Ba, ba, ba. We do not condone this type of behavior. What behavior? Taking a woman by force and uh, making them do things. I just wanted a sandwich. <laughs> Is that wrong? Moses and a Spanish fellow. Oh, Mo. While searching, apparently found Debbie. Well, the yeah, the Mexican guy did. Mm -hmm. But Moses found the Spanish fellow. 
That's yes. true. Moe's did find the, the Spanish guy. The Mexican he made guy. Because he made the deal to uh, get his rocking chair. <laughs> Just a rocking chair. <laughs> All he wants is just his rocking chair. And then the Spanish fellow leads him to the camp where Scar is. So their search for Debbie is over. For Debbie is over. They have found her. I love the uh, the the introduction between John John Wayne and and Scar. Uh, John Wayne asks me, "Goes, you speak English pretty good. Did someone teach you?" And at the uh, the end of the back and forth, Scar looks at him and goes, "You speak commands pretty good. Someone teach you." Yeah, that was a good scene. That entire sequence at that at the Comanche camp is a really good scene because the dramatic like turn and all that because you because you're like I think this is where we're gonna find Debbie, so you just don't know where you're gonna how where or how you're gonna find Debbie. So they bring out the scalps, and you're like, oh, no. And then you hear the dramatic music, but then you get the look up, and Martin tries to stand up, and then Ethan just holds him back. It's it's a it's a really good scene. Like, the way it's framed and the music, that's that that's my favorite. Like, if I had a... Like, if they gave me a sheet to, like, be like, here, pick some really good... Pick your favorite sequence in this movie. I'd pick this entire one. It is a good sequence. Martin so, tries to get Ethan and Debbie to search their feelings and find that they love each other. What? Because Debbie comes down to like tell him to get out. I live here now. And Martin gets in the way of Ethan trying to shoot her. Look, I'm trying to include search in all of my freaking things. So, it's worked. <laughs> I don't understand the searching for love thing. Because they love each other. That they actually, that they love each other. Like she's, like to not give up hope that she's in there, that she's a Comanche. So that Ethan just doesn't shoot her and be like, that's another dead Indian down. Or better to, better for her to live, better for her to die than to live as a Comanche. Better dead than red? Yes. I'm trying to be more that would be, about it, but yes. That would be a potential interpretation of Ethan's attitude towards it. Because he tells the soldiers that these women should just be shot. So he's, that's why Martin's more defensive on this part. So, yeah, so they, uh, Debbie comes to talk to them, she tells them to go away, and, uh, they don't go away, and then they get attacked. John Wayne gets shot with poisonous arrow. Mm -hmm. And that's when the scene you were talking about happens. Yep. Martin and Ethan come back to the house. After they were after after searching for a way home, and they find a party instead of, instead of finding a party, they found a wedding. A wedding, and an arrest. Yep. Yeah, and they learn that they are wanted for murder. <laughs> I just was like, 
that that plot line's not gonna fall to stay to stay for much longer. Nope. I was like, you shot him for a good reason, right? Yep. All right. <laughs> I love. I love they're sitting there with and Charlie walks in, uh, Marty and 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 uh, Lori are hugging. I'd like for you to unhand my fiance. Mm-hmm. And then a fight. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if he was supposed to be just like super backwoods hick or if he was supposed to be sort of borderline imbecile. I just wasn't sure. I think was borderline imbecile. There. Yeah, I think he was supposed to be a little slower. At least from the way he talked earlier in the movie and then. Um, <laughs> Charlie and Martin start are searching for a fight. <laughs> Marty bites. <laughs> Marty, Marty bit Charlie McCoy. Ah, Marty, no biting. <laughs> yeah, that that sequel that that like brawl takes way longer than it needs to. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's all good. Up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but in a movie that's already dragging at this point. Yeah, it's a lot. It of felt really long. Like, the wedding sequence is a bunch of filler that I was like, this doesn't need to be here. Um, all the women are searching to try to to try to watch the fight. Lori <laughs> is frightened, yet very aroused. Uh, she, she's totally getting off on the fact that two men are fighting over her. Mm-hmm. And then Moses comes back after searching for the camp of Comanches and getting kidnapped. He acts crazy and was let go. <laughs> I, I, love, I love that. He's as crazy. They let him go and he comes back. <laughs> and he's telling them seven fingers and they're like, I don't even know what he's talking about. And then, the, then like a Scooby-Doo thing, they're like, wait a second. That's what they call this? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, when when has that ever come up in this movie? If that had come up, I would have been like, okay. <laughs> it didn't need to. It didn't need to, but I but I figured, but I felt like if I was like if if I was an audience member, I still would have been like, all right, can we go there now? Um, but only after he tells Marty. Yes. I'm good to right, because he's not going to tell Ethan, but he'll tell yeah. Marty. Marty wants to go in stealthy and search for and search to free Debbie before the cavalry comes in. Yeah, before they just go in and start killing people. The 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 Rangers. The the preacher guy wants to lead the Rangers in, and Ethan's okay with his plan too. They just want to go in, guns a blazing, and kill everybody and. At one point, they say, "If we, you know, if, if we have to go in, we're not going to be able to mind, you know, be overly concerned with who, who we're, we're shooting." shooting. Mm-hmm. That's where John Wayne's son starts to come in in these last fifteen minutes of the movie. Patrick Wayne. Is it Patrick Wayne? That's his name. He. Uh... Oh, that that the. the... The kid's his son? Yeah, because yeah. he's, he's Lieutenant Greenhill under orders from Colonel Greenhill. 
He's he's come to tell them that he's they found the Comanche Comanche camp, and that they are to to rendezvous. Right. No, I I get that. I just didn't realize that that actor was. John oh yeah. Wayne's son. Golden Globe winner. For what? The Searchers. As a best up becoming newcomer male. Patrick really. Wayne. Yep. Oh. I that's... think it's because his name was Wayne. I was going to say, that's because his daddy's famous. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they attack the camp. Debbie, did Marty shoot Scar? I think that's what happened. I think. I can't I can't remember that part. Every time I forget who shoots Scar. Because I think that it's, I think that's the person that enters the tent. While he's trying to free Debbie. Oh, yeah. He shoots. He kills Scar. So I think that's the person that he shoots is Marty kills Scar. Um, Because my last note is the is my last statement about the movie. Which includes a lot of the word search. Um, They, uh, but yeah, so she's running away and John Wayne runs her down with his horse. Knocks her to the ground, and uh, I'm always impressed with it because John Wayne had to be a hell of a strong dude because he just lifts her up off the ground like she's nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's not the shy. That's not the really shocking thing. I was like, "What?" I was like, "What are we talking about?" I thought you meant like the dime that he could stop a horse. <laughs> Yeah, horses stop pretty quick. Yeah. I thought that was the impressing part, the, the impressive part that you were talking about. No, I was impressed at how easily he picked her up. Yeah, but I see that in a lot of romance movies. Uh, Ryan Gosling could do the same thing to Rachel McAdams. Well, I would I would make I've the done same... I've the same thing to you, Tyler. I would make the no, same you assertion. Probably, probably pretty strong dudes. Yeah, they all are. They're much stronger than all of us, everybody. Let's all agree there. Like, John Wayne's a big guy, and he looks... Like, at this point in time in his career, he looks a little bit more more husky than mus- muscles. I don't know. So, I like... Wouldn't fu- I wouldn't mess with John Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, how beefy of a that's dude. Like, that's like looking at Schwarzenegger when he was the governor and being like, I think I could take him. Nope. But, yeah, so now we, we bring Debbie home. And it, uh, we we ride up to the the cottage and we we drop her off and it ends the way it began. Ethan found the revenge he was searching for and the family he was searching for. Marty found love that he was not searching for, but discovered it. Lori got the love that she was searching for, and Moses found the rocking chair that he was searching for. And Brad got the shooting that he was searching for <laughs> there at the very end. And yep. uh, uh, but poor Charlie, he didn't get any of the loving that he was searching for. <laughs> no. That's because he was borderline imbecile. Char- Charlie loses, and so does Mr. Futterman. <laughs> yeah, well, Mr. Futterman, Mr. Futterman. Mr. Futterman. 
was a villain. He's allowed to. He brought that he upon gonna, himself. He was going to kill those guys just for their money. He yeah. he brought that upon himself. I agree. <laughs> but he still lost. <laughs> and that is the searchers. We all searched and found it on HBO Max, and Tyler found it in probably his regular DVD library. <laughs> I thought I owned this on DVD. I don't know how I watched it then the first time. Lewis, uh, Lewis isn't here, but he can he can sound amazed. Let's say I've watched this one probably fifteen times. Also, there you go. Is that better? <laughs> I guess so. I'll sound amazed for you. Oh my God, Tyler! Really? Fifteen times? That sounds more sarcastic than anything. Sorry, I can't be real about this because I've watched movies 15 times and it's not shocking. Well, it should be shocking for me. Because <laughs> we know about my movie that. experience. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my book experience. When I finally read a book, I read it once and it never gets touched again. I don't got that book learning. <laughs> uh, so... Robot yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, I, I, I can't remember when I watched this movie the first time, but this is the second time I watched this movie. The first time I, I watched it, VHS was still like top dog. <laughs> wow. I have a DVD of it somewhere. <laughs> um. But it, it, it's an interesting story. Of revenge. I like the way John Wayne plays the character in this movie. Yeah, the the way he acts in this one's is is done really well. I like the mm -hmm. the persona that his character is. Yeah, it's very it's like they're like because a lot of his characters are sometimes very straight laced. This and is... I like where he kinda can break through and be like, There's some laws that like I gotta take in my own hand. And then there's like other ones where I'm like, okay, I'll tell the truth here because it's the it's what happened. But I'm well, gonna kill people if I have to. It's called being an anti-hero. Yeah, that's the word that I couldn't find in my dictionary in my brain. Damn you, brain dictionary! You've let me down again. Me fail English? That's impossible. So, uh, Robot Punches? Sure, let's do it. Robot Punches, Robot Punches, we're here to punch those robots in the face. Yay. Ouch. Ken is robot. <laughs> no, my hand hurts. If I punch a robot in the face... You did My punch. Gonna hurt. You you did punch technology last podcast. Right, and it hurt my hand. <laughs> He's still feeling the effects. He can't punch robots. Can go to bed. You're done. Okay. <laughs> night night, kid. We'll miss Good you. Night. <laughs> night night, little Kenny. He goes to sleep right now. Night night, little Ken. Sleep, sleep the night away. 
in the morning he'll get new pants. It's not Christmas. <laughs> Maybe I'll go to sleep and dream of new pants. Ooh. Oh, snap. Instead of sugar plums, he thinks of pants. Speaking of random dreams, just because we're talking about this, I had a, I had a nightmare slash dream last night. It was like, it was a good, like it started off good, but then my brain kicked in where I started to have a panic that this actually happened. <laughs> I dreamed I dreamed that we gained like 400 subscribers and they all wanted their podcast like that day on, on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Posterman podcast. And we didn't have one. So I, they all instantly like dropped it and then they filed it and then they closed our thing. So I woke up in the middle of the night, like three o'clock and I looked at the Patreon thing and went, huh, no, that didn't happen. It's not an exciting story, but I figured that it was relevant. Cool story, bro. And it got us to bring up the Patreon. Yay, Patreon. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gave this movie three and a half. I like Rio. I like Rio Bravo better. That's my. This is how I'm going with my John Wayne movies. I liked Rio Bravo better. I thought John Wayne. I thought the story. I thought John Wayne did a really good job. I just felt that the story was a very small story that they decided to pull and stretch until they could make it close to two hours. And I was like, if this movie was a nice, concise 90 minutes, I think this would have been okay. Oh, I think I think they could have made this movie six in 60 minutes. I was giving them more. I was giving them a little bit more. Because I was trying to think of a lot of places where I would cut, but then I was like, mm, I liked that part a little bit. I kind of thought that was funny. All right. Like I would have cut, like I would have cut the Indian wife, but then I was like, that part's that part's kind of funny, especially when. Especially See, when um, he like, writes that Debbie, that uh, Lori was older than than look. <laughs> I, but there are things that I, I guess maybe I want padding in areas where they gloss stuff over, and they gave like they gave us that extended brawl sequence, which I didn't need, but. They don't ever really describe, like they don't tell us why Luke did what she did, and they don't give us a whole lot of Ethan's backstory. When all of this would be more interesting to me than seeing two grown men roll around in the dirt. But yes, that is that is my stance. Ken, do you want to go before we get Tyler's five? Uh, two and a half. Uh, I just thought this movie was pretty, like, well, and, and really, I we, we, we hit on it. I, I Like, it was, it, it didn't give me the things that I want, and it gave me too much of things that I didn't care about. Um, I didn't, the, the, uh, the, uh, odd passage of time there were like two like five year time jumps in this movie that significant time jumps that were never really like described until they were like you've been right. gone for it's five like, years and like, then like whoa ex- exactly like, wait th- th- we only saw one winter how is this five years 
I'm like, okay, I'll give you two, but not five for crying out loud. Uh, and like, Charlie and, and Lori so, had a long engagement. Well, and the other, yeah, the, and the other part of it is like, how did they support them? So I guess, and that's the other thing. Like Ethan seems to have like money coming out of his ears. So, because he's offering a thousand dollar reward for, for ev for information on, on the leads to to the recovery of Debbie. Mm -hmm. You know, like a thousand dollars might as well be a million in. 1868 mm -hmm. not really but it's you know it's a it's a it's significant a money, amount of money yeah. uh so it's just it's it's i don't know like i say it it, it just yeah i i just there, like i said it was it was there was there was like i said it was it was there's too much and not enough. Too much of all the wrong things and not enough of the right things. It wasn't. It wasn't awful. Like I didn't hate it, but once was enough. I don't feel super compelled to go back and watch it again. Um, I, I agree with Elijah. I would rather watch Rio Bravo again. Uh, but I am. I am. I am admittedly. More of a Clint Eastwood Western guy than a John Wayne Western guy, so you know if you're if you're a John Wayne if you're a John Wayne fan, you know take take my opinion with a grain of salt. Yeah, you gotta take all of our opinions with grains of salt. That's how we always go with this. But they're ours. And now let's go, Tyler's. Tyler. The movie was good. Good job. And buddy. I liked it. We got a rocking chair for you, buddy. Like like Moe's, all I want is a rocking chair by the fire when I'm old. That's all I want It's a rocking chair by the fire. When you um, lose your mind and you're a crazy cat man and, and I have a fireplace, you can come rock your chair by it, before, buddy. Well, thank you for the hospitality of your rocking chair. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to give it a four. Whoa, not a while it's not while it's my favorite John Wayne movie, it's not up there with my favorite movies. Um, it's a long movie. Uh, the time doesn't bother me as much as it does you guys. Um, I like to just sit back and enjoy this movie for what it is. Um, I don't look into it too much as far as... Uh, Oh, they said it's five years. I'm like, okay, it's five years. They say it's five years. It's been five years. Moving on. Um, it's your Godzilla 98. Oh, God. It is not my Godzilla 98. I hope you burn in hell. <laughs> you just sit back and enjoy it, Tyler. Come on. No. Godzilla 98. You can't enjoy it because it's not Godzilla! <laughs> Anyways... Um, I love, uh, almost every John Wayne movie I've watched, uh, John Wayne is very different in this one compared to the ones that I've watched, and I think that's why I like it so much. Uh, he's a lot darker. Um, the, the closest one that I could say he's like this in would be the Sons of Katie Elder, um, which I almost picked instead of this movie. I have 
haven't seen that one. But uh, I think you guys would have enjoyed that one a lot better. But uh, yeah, I've this was the first John Wayne movie I ever watched, and so part of it's nostalgia. But I've always just sat back and enjoyed watching this. Um, I love I love uh, the acquisition of Luke and uh, Old Moe's. For all 30 seconds. Oh, I, I'm a terrible person because I laugh hysterically every time I watch him kick her out of the, the bedroll and she rolls down the hill. Because <laughs> she fucking goes. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. John Wayne thought it was hilarious too. So, but yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Good. Yeah, I, uh, for, I, like, for some reason, the three-hour Rio Bravo feels a lot quicker than this movie did. Rio Bravo was three hours? No, Rio it's Bravo two, was like two and a two half. Two and a half. That movie's two like, and a half? It was yeah. like two and, it was like, it's like two and twenty-one or something like that. I'm looking it up. That movie does not feel like... <laughs> no, it doesn't. It that feels like an hour shot. 30, maybe. <laughs> Rio Bravo is two hours and 21 minutes. No, this this guy... This is this is and a long movie, and it feels like hours. it. And it feels all of it's two hours. Yeah, I, I think... Like I said, this this movie, as, as, as draggy as Rio Bravo is at points, I think this movie is way, way, way worse. I may have to, because um, this this movie was based off of a novel written by Alan LeMay. I may have to get that novel and read it at some point in time. Yeah, see, I'm more interested in this book than I am this movie again. I would like, I because I I'd be willing to bet that there's that you get like the details that I want are in the oh, book. Oh God, it's like. Twenty fucking dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting something far it's, worse than twenty bucks. It's What's called this? Audible, my friend. It's, it's, it's <laughs> reading my subscription. I'm a grown fucking man. I'm gonna read my goddamn book. <laughs> I'm in shock. You can you can read you can. Why that's you fine. You not then man. I would then I would I would recommend getting it. Getting a Kindle and get a get the digital version. Digital version is probably like eight or nine. Uh, I just I'm just laughing at the fact that you thought like you were like twenty dollars. <laughs> is that a hardcover? That's probably a hardcover. Uh, I'm looking on Amazon now. Where were you? Kindle, $7. Um, this book is like 200 some fucking dollars. What the f- On Amazon. We're, we're gonna back up a minute. <laughs> what are you talking about? Used thrift books. What is the, what is the book called? The Searchers. I keep getting like an Irish book. Did you put by Alan Lemaire? Lemay. L E M A Y. 
but yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to... to your Kindle library. I don't want... I want physical in my hands. Flip the pages myself. Paperback copy. See all buying Holy crap! <laughs> no, it's like four four hundred and fifty seven dollars and twelve cents, and then they're still charging you for shipping. <laughs> yep, hey man, that's a that's a first edition. You bite your tongue. They did for three ninety nine for three ninety nine. They charge you shipping. I'd at least eat the shipping, <laughs> and that was released in twenty fourteen. It's a large print. <laughs> Yeah. You can buy it on Audible for $17.14. Holy crap, the mass market paperback is $890. I'm sad now. I just got it on Audible for one credit. There you go, see? You should just probably just do that, Tyler. What I want you to do, Ken, is take screenshots of every page. <laughs> and then print them out and give it it's to me. It's Audible. book. It's audible. There are no there are no screenshots. There are no papers. Oh, I kept thinking you were saying your your Kindle. No. It's an audiobook. Oh. What I want you to do, Ken, is write down word for word what is said to you. And then give it to me. Um, did you know, Tyler, that you can get the Kindle app on your laptop? Um or your desktop computer? Tyler, I'm about to buy it for you for 20 bucks. Buy what? The book. The book? You found a book Merry... for 20 bucks? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yay! I just got a get, Christmas get present. Get excited. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. It was on Mercari for 15 bucks with $5. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. <laughs> That's fine. John, it has John Wayne on the cover. What? <laughs> oh my goodness. That's the perfect edition for Tyler. So I am, Well, that I'm right bear tickles my pink. So I'm going to go with it's the right book. My cats are looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Anyways, so uh, YouTube news. YouTube news, we put our, our uh, second arc video up, and I'm not happy with it. <laughs> but that's my fault. <laughs> so, Ken, we, we had some learning more learning experiences with uh, OBS, and now, now I am good with the OBS. I have set Elijah's OBS to to be worked correctly. What's up, my hard drive? Uh, I will get you your hard drive when we're done quarantining each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could so, also just stick it in my mailbox. I thought about that, but and just tell me that it's in the mailbox. I thought about that. Most of the time, I'm home. Yeah, I might drop it off tomorrow. <laughs> Anyways, Ken, so OBS is our um, software that we're using to record Arc with. It's also what I've started recording. Oh, okay. Our podcast with instead of Audacity. Well, I okay. can't record Audacity. It was 
the other the uh, AMD program I was using. But AMD broke, so I downloaded uh, OBS. So okay. Um. Anyways, I learned that it through the first time we recorded that it I recorded something that it didn't save it as an MP4 file, and that's what the software I'm using accepts to edit. Um. And uh, so when I went back in, I was like, oh, I rendered this to MP4. And the problem I had then is it made a really laggy video. So then I got into playing with settings and touching things and getting into stuff. And I found that I don't even have to render it. I can just make it save as an MP4. And life was better. Well, that's good. Yep. So I've learned... And uh, we're good to go. I got some our server fixed because we had an issue with that. That's working now. It's going great. We got some cool things going to happen next episode. So we're, we're going to finally like make some good steps forward instead of just taming dinosaurs right outside our house. Hey, we flew to get raptors. <laughs> we, that's the farthest we got. We, we flew over a river to a lake. That really, after after it's said and done, isn't really that far from us, Ken. We got some raptors. The raptors died, tragically. <laughs> and, we, um, and I got us dinosaurs on the other island that I think are still over there. No, we brought them back. Remember, because no, one of them back because the other ones wouldn't fit on the boat. No, they died. Dylan killed them. <laughs> no, there was still one that was alive. You had Squeak Mouse and Wilson. Okay, I don't remember all these things. <laughs> Squeak Mouse and Wilson dead. Back to the island and I'll prove you wrong. Okay. I hope there's a dinosaur there. I hope there is. But uh, we did bring back our Ankylosaur, Mr. Shellhead. He's getting his his uh, awesome debut this this coming episode that we record. Um. Also, uh, Tyler, insert this here. Now, it's going to be a nice little video of Lewis and Liz announcing the gender of their child. So, Tyler, insert it here. There you go. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Congratulations, Liz and Lewis. Yay! Yay baby. Uh, what else was Anyone got anything else new, Ken? Um, what's new? In, what's new in your world, Ken? Uh, well, not much. <laughs> Did you try and get a PS Five? Mm, take that as a no. I uh, I did not try to get a PS Five, partially because I just bought somebody a. $600 gaming PC this year. <laughs> that, was a, that was your own choice. <laughs> which was which was which was fine. I'm I'm comfortable with the choice that I had made. But uh, I do intend to wait until a winter sale happens with PlayStation uh, since EB Games. Ooh, wow. <laughs> what? I said EB Games. They're no more. Uh, GameStop. just like GameStop is no more in PA. Um, GameStop is no more? No, they took their license to sell. Hmm. Closed them down. Um, Did they? Mm-hmm. I, I know there was talk of that, but I didn't know it actually happened. So, uh, 
Yeah. In, in, unless I'm wrong, I, I've not been right about many things, so... <laughs> No, you like I said, you you could be right. I haven't been, I, I have, uh, my my gaming consumption has dropped off significantly. But uh, I plan on getting like the new NHL game and playing that because they revamped a lot of features in that that I've been waiting for them to fix and change and make better. And it looks like they did that. It's the only yeah, sports game I play. Open. Still open? Mm -hmm. mm. I got their hours and I can call them if I feel like it. Oh, what are you going to call them? Ghostbusters. Da -da 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 -da. Not who are you going to call? Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> I don't call the one near one. But yeah, so... That's that's all I got with, with like but YouTube I had a and PlayStation 5 You and did. Cart. And then you didn't. And then yeah, you did. It took. It kept taking it away. <laughs> I would go to check out because I was like, "Oh snap! I'll see if I can get this, and then maybe who knows what I'll do with it. Maybe I'll try and flip it." <laughs> Th that's what I would be tempted to do. I would be tempted to scalp the crap out of it. Yeah, that's what I which was is why I. Doing. Which is why I didn't get one because while I would probably be tempted to scalp the crap out of it, I don't think my conscience would let me actually do it. Yeah. So it ended up keeping the thing anyway. Let's be honest uh, here. Elijah's not scalping anybody for a PlayStation 5. He's going to get a PlayStation 5, and he's going to play the shit out of it. <laughs> I don't know about play the shit out of it, but I would but I would open it and then be like, why did I do this? Kingdom Hearts <laughs> looks so good with ray tracing. No, I... <laughs> I they, they did add something to the PlayStation 4, which thanks to the PlayStation 5 they added. They put the Apple TV Plus on PlayStation 4. Ooh. So I can officially watch every movie I own digitally on my PlayStation 4. Well, that's Ooh, cool. That was a smart move. I didn't so know I, that I didn't know that that was a side effect of Apple TV Plus. Like I didn't know that it that it also looked that also acti uh, uh, made use of your iTunes library. Yep. You don't have to be a Plus member to but the that's that's how they're putting everything together is it Plus is just a, is just a, is just another um, streaming network on the Apple thing, but they put Apple on the PlayStation. Are you yeah, guys, I, I, which includes I Plus. saw that. Yeah, I saw that, but like I'm not an I'm a I'm a. Yeah, you got all the ultra that you need. ultra super mega non Apple guy, but my my wife is an Apple guy, is an Apple lady. <laughs> so. So, spoiler it, alert! It, it, it may it may come to it, it may be beneficial for us to add her Apple account to my PlayStation Four. Yeah, you can do that. Um, so that we, you know, she doesn't have a lot on there, but she has some things on there, so we could it makes access of itself. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's good news. Um, there's there's not really enough in the software department. Uh, available at launch that's not also available other places i.e. the PS4 yeah that's to, what I said to get me on the PS5 right now and especially considering we're trying to save money for a house mm -hmm. and my like I said my gaming consumption has gone way down I you know I, I still have an insane number of game backlog and 
I have a Switch that I actually can sometimes play because it's I can sit here and play it in mobile mode when we're or in handheld mode I should say when if Lauren is watching something but lately we've been doing a good job of watching stuff that we're both kind of into so <laughs> fuck me <laughs> I do recommend something on the Apple TV plus it is uh, Greyhound the Tom Ugh. Hanks movie Oh, it's dang good. I heard good. I've heard good things. I just finished it today. It's darn good, and it's only like an hour and a half. I, 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 my comment on Letterboxd was, "This movie deserved to be in theaters." I'm irritated that it was not in that it is not in theaters. Because when I watched it on my TV, I was like, "You know what? This movie needed the surround, the big screen. It deserved it." I was like, "This is this is so sad that it was on. That it was just straight to streaming." Yeah. Well, it's that time of night, guys. It is. It is. Is it? Is it? Is it time? I wasn't aware. Well, I wasn't either. I was not told this, Tyler, in advance. Um. um well, I'm telling you now. Are we searching for some for me to read this? Yes. Oh, so we're searching for me to do this. Okay. Uh. uh. We can check out our website, www.thepostermanpodcast.com. Send us emails to thepostermanpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at thepostermanpod. Check us out on Instagram at thepostermanpodcast. Find us on Facebook at thepostermanpodcast. Check, uh, go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash thepostermanpodcast. Uh, there's YouTube. Just search the Posterman. Uh, go to the T Public website and just look for the Posterman podcast, and you should find our store. We're hopefully shortly we'll have another shirt up, and that should be everything. If I'm missing anything, Tyler. Um, no. I love everybody. Lies. You need to come search for my love. Nope, I'm done. I don't love you anymore. Kevin, it's just me and you now, pal. Lewis isn't here. All right. He's abandoned me also. Bye. All right. Well, good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Good night, everybody.